1: VR avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings sportsbook the number one rated sportsbook app out there i'm your host rudo joined by aj hayfleet joe joe's bizarre adventures are happening as we speak um it's unclear if the abs are actually involved or not but joe jonas johansson let's say it right at least once on this podcast uh is not practicing today with Buffalo Savers. He's not in their top two goaltenders. He's not in the lineup as mainly reported so far by Kevin Weeks. Expectations are that he was going to Colorado. However, AJ, it sounds like you have not heard the same.
0: Correct. Uh, I reached out to uh, a source of mine just to confirm it um, because I woke up an hour after this, it all happened. Uh, and was like, wow, look at all of this. Wow, I slept right through this. Wow, this is bad. And the response I got back is that uh, it's not true.
1: So, as so, of now, there has not been a trade made. And the news that we have is there is not a trade. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: So, um, because right now, if you you look, so this is one of the things that happens in the modern day news cycle when it has when you have uh, social media involved, yep, is that one person will report something and then it turns into sixteen people talking about it as if the thing is completely true. And that's, you know, this isn't this isn't any kind of a knock on Kevin Weeks's credibility. Of course, um, who doesn't need me to sit here and pass judgment on that? It's just that. I reached out and was told it's, it's, it's not a deal. Uh, I will say that there's precedent for this, uh, last year. You, if y'all will remember, um, you know, Renaud Lavoie a very, very well respected reporter said that the avalanche had traded for Blake Coleman and That uh, really uh,
1: wasn't the case.
0: Reached out, reached out to the same source that I talked to today, and and asked for confirmation of that because, you know, wanted to see what was up, and was told that that did not that that was not a thing that happened, and he ended up obviously going to Tampa Bay. Funny enough, uh, the Avalanche are looking for Blake Coleman again this year.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, there's some other guys that they might be looking for again this year. Cough, cough, Vlad Nemesnikov. But can get to that at a later time. Let's let's cover what's immediately in front of us here. So a deal is not done, and part of the reason why. A quote from John Vogel from the Buffalo Athletic. I can say without hesitation that the Avs are getting the worst goalie I've seen during my 19 seasons covering the Sabres. He doesn't stop pucks in practices or games. And the numbers support that take pretty well. Jonas Johansson has not had a good NHL career, albeit limited sample size. It's pretty ugly. A dude has, what is it, an 888? Save percentage in 16 games. Let me actually pull up his numbers. But Yeah, uh, actually an 884. In an
0: 884, okay. A, uh, well, it's an 888 in 13 career games. 13 career games. 884 okay. this year in seven games. Uh, you might actually remember the him if you have a really good memory because his NHL debut came
1: against the Avalanche. There you go. Back uh, last year.
0: Yeah, last year when they were blowing out Buffalo. He came in and uh, the first shot that he saw
1: went in. So. A little yikes. It's a little yikes. Hunter Miska has an 838 this year. So to be clear, it's a very low bar to improve on.
0: Yeah, the difference uh, between them. Pretty, still pretty significant. Yep. Uh, so that might be the worst goaltender that John Vogel has seen in 19 years covering the god awful Sabers. But the 8.38 that Hunter Misca has put up is the lowest in Avalanche history.
1: Yep. So it, <laughs> would he be an improvement on Hunter Misca? Probably, yes. Would he be a significant improvement? I don't know. Would he help the abs win hockey games? I don't know.
0: Uh, I'm Look, he's... (laughs) He is... Better than what we've seen from Hunter Miska. Does that mean he's good? No. Yeah. He's one of like 30 goaltenders. Um with, say, percentages below 900 this year. There's a lot of them. <laughs> Goaltending's not great. So, yeah, the the interest in, in Johansson has certainly been there um, from, uh, from the players avalanche. Players but yeah. the, the, there's a difference in, hey, we kind of have an interest in this guy, and, hey, we have traded for this guy. And as far as we know right now, at the moment, it's not done. I will say that if it does get done, the price had better be low.
1: It has to be almost nothing, you have to think. Um, uh, Some other interesting sides of this. Part of the reason this is swirling up is Buffalo did sign a goaltender today. uh, Or, yeah, they signed Hauser, right? And then immediately added him to the lineup. There wasn't someone on their thing, on their taxi squad. I don't believe so but I'd have to double check me on that. Sorry. This like literally happened right as we were getting ready to go live on the show. So (laughs) we're kind of figuring it out as we go, but (laughs) so I guess the other part of my question is, are there other options for the abs at goaltender realistically? It like, Johansson, Whoa. there's like clearly you're not interested in giving much up if you're legitimately interested in someone like Johansson. So,
0: yeah, I mean, look when you when we say realistically is a guy available, uh, it's really hard from where we're sitting just to figure out what's realistic. Yeah, because. We we've been talking about John Bernier on the show for two weeks. John Bernier gets hurt last night. Yep. Uh don't know what the status of that is. I honestly haven't checked He's on it. Day to day. So great. The longer you wait, like the more chance look, they're 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 clearly trying to they're they're trying to walk a thin line here because they're obviously not invested in spending a lot of money on this um
1: well i mean that's that's kind of my point is even if they haven't traded for Johansson, we do know there was interest there sure and you can take that concept and apply it to the league and say if this is the type of goaltender they're looking for look john bernier certainly doesn't fit that mold if you're looking for a fringe goaltender that can get you by, that isn't going to cost much at all, how many other options are realistically there that actually help the avalanche and that people want to dump?
0: Yeah. So. You know, part, part of this frustration is that the couple of goaltenders that you would say are claimable, you know, that have that have slipped by on waivers...
1: Are just as good, if not better.
0: Well, and, and they just... They're they're too low in the standings. Right. Um, you know, they Edmonton and Ottawa were both ahead of Colorado. Yep. You know, when I think it was Dell and um Anton Forsberg went on waivers.
1: Yep. Both of them went on waivers and both got claimed before Colorado would have had the chance to claim them. They may have put a claim in for all we know.
0: Yeah. Um so Love. this is, you know, this is tough stuff. But yes, uh, Eddie's right. They also did call Adam Warner today with the clear intention of giving not, him the look.
1: Certainly not playing Hunter Miska was the intention. Yeah. Um, ah, Staylock was the one I missed. That was the other guy. There you go. Appreciate your chat. Get coming through for us there. So is it <laughs> right now? It certainly is a lot of coincidences going on, right? Where, oh, suddenly not in the lineup is Johansson. Suddenly, Hunter Miska's getting sent down to the AHL. You're getting reports. We already knew the Avs were supposedly interested in him. Someone was willing to report that a trade is close or almost done. But... At the same time, you have an Adam Werner call-up, which conflicts with that. And For
0: what it's worth, there have been a few Buffalo people that have since come out and said, nothing, no going. Deal. No, nothing is finished.
1: Okay. So, leaning towards more and more that, at very least, it's not done. And it may not get done, period. Uh, which... It is what it is at that point, but again, I'm not sure. It's so hard to, to, to talk about trade value here. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking about, and in, in, like nothing going back the other way, basically. Yeah. We're
0: talking about like, um, for me, this would be a conditional seventh
1: round pick. If that dude plays like. If at least ten games this year, or whatever. The condition yeah. is
0: is that he plays five games. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's that's all I'd be doing.
1: Yeah, I I don't disagree. You're talking about, and and there's no impact. That's not a dude you ever play in the playoffs. It's not a dude that has any future with the organization, yeah. right? It's just this is a dude we need to play goalie for three games because Hunter Miska can't cut it right now. Yeah, this is this
0: is a Band-Aid on a knife wound. Yep. You know, it's not quite a bullet wound because <laughs> uh, it's not that bad. You still have Philip Grubauer. Like, let's be honest here. Like, But yesterday uh, I tweeted out after the game, the Avs are 18-8-2 at the halfway mark of the season. How's everybody feeling about the team? Yep. Just wanted a bunch of different responses. And the overwhelming response was, things are great. <laughs> but they need to make sure that Philip Grubauer...
1: Doesn't die <laughs> Yeah, of exhaustion. They
0: need to make sure that Philip Grubauer is, you know, healthy. As much as you can, like, try to ensure that. Um, A lot of the abs are one injury away from undoing everything. And I would just like to say the vast majority of teams are one injury away. Yep. Either they're starting goaltender or, you know, if Edmonton loses Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl. Done. You know, like, you know, if they lose Mike Smith, there goes all of that. Yep. So it's um you know my my point is is that Colorado being one injury away from their starting goaltender from dropping out of Stanley Cup contention is not unique. It is not. It is that they're look if Tampa Bay loses Andre Vasilevsky, they're still a really good team, right? But Curtis McElhaney is not Andre Vasilevsky.
1: Indeed, it's. And, and I think the reason people are concerned right now is because you look at the Avs lineup and you say, if it's not a back-to-back, Philip Grubauer has to start more or less full stop if the Avs want to win the hockey game. So I, I do understand a little bit more concern there when you're talking about the potential for injury, the potential for burning out a goaltender.
0: Yeah. The one The one thing that I think is interesting this year um at least so far um I we're so far we're halfway through the year right uh the Avs have only had four games in which they've given up 30 shots on goal
1: yeah they just gave up 20 the, shots to the first 28 last night so Grubauer
0: Grubauer might be playing a lot of minutes. But his actual workload is a lot lighter than a goalie playing as much as he is yep. normally would have. So yep. I think that that's you know I'm not okay. I don't know why people keep talking about Samsonov, but he's not getting yep, traded. That dude's not getting moved. <laughs> Um, you like you would have a better shot trading for Vanek. Yep, that would be the Washington guy. Keep in mind, Colorado doesn't need a starting goaltender; they have one. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, this backup goaltender thing is it's weird. It's more. It's certainly more important this year than in other years, especially with the way that the schedule is. But
1: it's still a backup it, goaltender. Yeah, like
0: you know, Ryan Bolding was on Twitter the other day um, talking about like this isn't like a major yeah. deal,
1: guys. Uh, 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 take that i support is
0: yeah no he was definitely right in that like even if
1: they even had they lost that game the still uh, comfortably making the playoffs and yeah hours the man there regardless. like
0: grubauer like it all hinges on grubauer right uh and again it's just true um but it's no nothing nothing has been disclosed about frankie yeah um
1: I do want to talk about both of these things a little bit more, but we do need to take our first period break here with DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one-rated sportsbook app. March Madness is going on right now, live alongside us, the DNVR Bets Bonanza going down. If you want to try and make some money over here on March Madness, go tune into that. Sign up with code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook to turn $4 into $256. Anytime you bet on an underdog, you'll get that opportunity with March Madness. So jump on it. Hit up DraftKings Sportsbook. If basketball is not your thing, you can, of course, always bet on hockey, basketball, baseball, football, you name it. You can bet on it over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. College, pro, European leagues, you name it. i I i There are things that I legitimately don't recognize that you can bet on at DraftKings, which always confuses me deeply because, you know, when I'm getting deep into like a Finnish short league where they play 10 minute periods of hockey and you can bet on that, this is just wild to me. Like (laughs) I, I don't even understand where that league came from and you can bet on it. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNBR again. To not only let them know we sent you, but get signed up for that $4 to $256 bet on any underdog. Yeah, jump on it. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call one 800 522 We are also brought to you by... Strava craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has changed lives. If you're a second-time buyer, you can get an even better deal. First-time buyers get DNVR20 code for 20% off. If you're coming back for more, DNVR25 to get 25% off. So they're hooking up return customers. Head on over there. Get your CBD products. If you really like it, you can also sign up for their subscription service to get 20% off every single time you buy. All right, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. While we're on it, be sure to sign up for a membership over at the DNVR. You can check out AJ's post-game coverage, AJ's grades. I know he uh, he's quietly working on a little bit of a film room from what I've heard as well right now. So maybe sign up for a membership just to see that when it drops. Look at that. The next 300 subscribers get a free shirt and a recover holistic stick. I believe that's annual subscriptions if I'm correct, kale, but, uh, yeah.
0: Annual subs only on that or like lifetimes in five years. Annual and up.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so. be <laughs> so, so cold blooded. Somebody gets a three year like yeah. a lifetime sub. And like, all right, where's my free shirt? And we're like, that was just for annuals, bro. <laughs> sorry,
1: sorry, you were too generous. Unfortunately, we can't give you free stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, we can talk about this really quick, Gregor. Uh, if you don't know, Teamer Denov, I can't speak Russian, sorry, but a 19-year-old kid playing in the MHL, took a puck to the face and ended up dying playing hockey the other day. I actually didn't know anything about this. Yeah, it's obviously a really sad story. He was playing in the MHL for um, Dynamo. But it's, I mean, look, it's tragic. And stuff like this, unfortunately, does happen from time to time. It's the reason why I think so many of us got so upset when we see this type of thing happen in the NHL and the refs don't blow the whistle, it's because somewhere in the back of your head, this could be the case. So, well, yeah.
0: I mean, when you think about Matt Calvert laying on the ice, bleeding out from yep. his face, and Matt Calvert is the toughest dude that you can find in the league, you know, and the guy can't get up. That's the stuff that that's the stuff that scares the shit out of you for sure you know Calvi is lucky and we're all lucky and we're all happy that he it ended up being okay um but it was just a temporary thing and you know he, he came he came back and it's all good but it could have gone very differently. Uh, I don't genuinely I don't know anything about the situation I, I I don't know what to say. About it other than it's. It's sad. Yep. It's why why removing contact from the head. Is such an important part of. The future of the sport. Yeah.
1: Look. Stuff like that happens. Sometimes a launched puck hits someone in the head. And there's nothing you can do about it. But. Anywhere you can prevent. Stuff like that. From legitimately putting people's lives in danger, you should be doing it. Yep. And I think it's that simple. I said it the other night. Everyone got mad at me. McKinnon elbowed a dude in the head. You want to get that out of the game? Find McKinnon for that. Say, dude, that's not acceptable. Yeah. It's very. I mean, he
0: got, he was properly penalized
1: for it. Yep. He got his two minute minor. But again, we talked about it a million times, but if you're extra harsh on it, people will suddenly learn how to stop hitting people in the head yeah so yeah
0: definitely i just (sighs) i mean there's only so much that you can do like that's a that's a fluke thing
1: yeah for sure that that it's just a really sad situation obviously thoughts go out to to everyone involved there and yeah,
0: now we have to make it a totally natural transition uh, back into talking about backup goaltenders. Yeah,
1: so backup goaltenders who often use their head to actively block pucks. Um, nothing is done. As, as far as I know, there certainly doesn't seem to be any sense of urgency from the av side of things because Adam Werner's right there. We talked about it the other day. It, you might as well try Adam Werner if you're the Az, right? Because it can't be worse.
0: Yeah. Why not I mean, try the guy
1: that that's free before you, you try him, a guy that costs you something?
0: Yeah, we give him five games, the same as you gave Hunter Misko. Because after three games, I don't think any of us were freaking out about Hunter Misko. It was more like, they're getting by, but... Barely. Yeah, like they're scraping by, and then after those, it was just the last his last two appearances where everything just completely fell apart. Yep. So, That's... yeah, let's touch on this a little bit.
1: Oh God! All right,
0: just, just, just really quick. Um, I, I think the conversation last night. Uh, look, uh, Russo was one of the best beat reporters in the league. So like when you talk about Russo it should definitely be under the scope of he is fantastic at his job. Okay. As a as a beat reporter he's probably the best in the business. Um but he's also a genius.
1: Yeah, I was going to say He knows exactly what he was doing Because there's
0: no accident here He understands his crowd He understands his base His followers And He, especially when it comes to Colorado He knows that all he has to do Is Just Touch the salt shaker And Everything about the abs community goes ballistic. And then he gets to spend the entire night dunking on abs fans. Instead of talking about what happened on the ice, he got to just dunk on abs fans. These guys are so stupid. And the guy guy is a genius. (laughs) He knows what he's doing, okay? Keep that in mind every time that you think, God, what an idiot. How could he? How could he be so dumb? He knows what's up. That guy knows the score. So, congrats. We all played into that last night. I certainly had a good time with
1: it. Oh yeah, I. I mean, have fun with it.
0: Um, but it was it was not that deep. But the guy's a genius. He knows. He knows what's up.
1: I mean, all I'm saying is. You know, shout that's out all,
0: PS that's also a shot on goal in all 31 arenas. Yeah. Shut the fuck up,
1: dude. Shout out not directly related, but tangentially related. Uh Micah's work with shot location bias.
0: Yeah, so this is the actual conversation that I was hoping this would lead into last yeah. night is the conversation of rink bias. Because Rink rink bias is fascinating stuff.
1: And for the record, Minnesota is one of the worst in the league for shot location being less dangerous than it actually is. On the other side, you have the Rangers and the Islanders who say shots are far more dangerous than they actually are at home. Yeah. And then Minnesota says they're the Rangers less oh dangerous. God. Yeah. The Rangers system, the Ra- so. there was a Rangers one where it was like a one percent difference, a full one percent one year on their XG based on their shot location, just saying everything was right in front of the net. <laughs> yeah.
0: Where you thought the Rangers offense was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was uh it's 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 interesting like the conversation with Brink Bias because of how these stats are tracked and how we utilize them. I mean, we're all every game we post the heat maps of stuff. Yep. Well, guess what? Guess what that data comes from?
1: People tracking it. And yeah, it comes from
0: where they're putting it. And it's one it's one of the reasons why I've been iffy on XG. It's yep. a lot easier to put on a heat map a general area. Of where a shot comes a from,
1: specific chance of it going in the net, yeah. than
0: it is to assign numerical value to a specific location that may not be correct.
1: Yeah, I mean, XG has a lot of other problems too, not accounting for shooting ability and all sorts of stuff. But
0: yeah, so it's it's definitely yeah the 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 wilds the, the Minnesota sad face yeah. heat map last night. Tremendous content.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. So, look. And and I think it's a good thing to remember is, especially, especially if you don't have context, take every statistic with a grain of salt. Yeah. As, As two dudes who regularly get deep into the statistics on this podcast, and we'll do our best to provide the context... There's a reason you have the eye test too.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, there's a reason you you always say watch the games. Um, there's also a reason why telling most analytics people to watch the games is stupid, because most most of us watch more hockey than your average bear.
1: Yeah. It, what kind? I, I'm sure there are people out there, but you have to be a little bit crazy to do that much statistics on a game Mm. that you don't even watch yeah and then be
0: like oh well i could watch a game tonight or i could sit in my in front of my computer and write more code and it's like no both of these are happening yeah (laughs) so now come on eddie i that's nonsense man i i troll i troll opposing fans constantly especially well it's really just minnesota
1: did you not see the meme I tweeted out at 2 a.m. yesterday of Avs knocking on doors as the Grim Reaper? Like? I wish,
0: I wish, I wish you had waited one game to do that. I know,
1: I know, but I know but it, that everybody was feeling good last night. So the domination like... of the next game isn't going to be good enough for me to post that meme, so I had to get it while it was good. <laughs> that's uh, that's where I'm at with that. The abs can lose and everyone can make fun of me later and blame me for it. That's fine. If they want to do that, I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, it, especially on, in the Twitterverse, trolling is just part and parcel to the conversation. <laughs> so, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's fun to poke a, it's fun to poke the, you know, I had the the wild fan roll into my mentions last night who ended up being a great conversation. He chatted with a bunch of people that responded to him and was totally nice, and it was it was fun. But it, um, yeah, the conversation last night was obviously it was so stupid.
1: <laughs> hey, they uh, they did to take away that shot on goal eventually. They oh, yeah, being fifty-four shots on goal for the Avs at the in the end,
0: the crusade worked. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> you gonna know, reward bad behavior like that? Ridiculous. But you know,
1: it was especially funny
0: uh, coming from coming from a wild person, though. Given the way that they used to hand out hits to Cal Clutterbuck every time that he jumped on the ice, and it was like the Islanders. Uh, speaking of rink bias, the Islanders do this too. They've always yep. jacked their hit totals.
1: Whereas you
0: you want to know why Colorado is not at all like physical or why their hit numbers are so terrible because they don't assign, they don't give out hits in
1: ball arena. And that's why a lot of, so a lot of like early stage advanced stats that the NHL actually has used for a while are just nonsense because hits are totally subjective giveaways and takeaways are pretty darn subjective
0: so i asked the uh, the person uh who works at ball arena i asked him i asked her um what what do you count as a hit um like what how do you how are you counting them why are they so much lower and uh the answer was that it, it was purely about separating a player from a puck so those follow-up hits those oh i'm just finishing my pitch. check yeah not getting counted you know, this this is also like four years ago, so this could be different by now. Sure. But they're still really, really, really low in in the hits at Ball Arena. You know, they had a playoff game last year against Dallas where the hits were like sixty to
1: fifty. Yeah, there were over a hundred hits in the game, I think. So yeah.
0: And it's like, no, it takes it takes them three months to get sixty hits, in, in when they're playing in Colorado.
1: Yeah. You. If you hit double-digit hits in Colorado, you're you were slamming bodies. So. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. We have seen the comments from from them. We talked about it a little bit. It's fine.
1: The comments from who? I, I'm blind. John Vogel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'd... Right now, Johansson is bad. And if we have to dive deeper into that, because the Avs actually do the thing, we'll dive deeper into. That. Yeah.
0: For now, though, like the longer this goes. It's...
1: Less and less likely, right? Yeah. Uh, um, so we can take our second period break on that note and let you guys know about Gabby Insurance. That's G A B I Insurance. They're out here saving people ridiculous amounts of money at DNVR. I've heard stories of everything from like a hundred bucks to, in uh, D Line's case, over $1,500 saved a year uh, on their. I guess it's car home and in d-lines case scooter insurance so whatever you need whatever you got to get they can cover you and they just want to give you the best price available even if it's not necessarily with them gabby customers save on average 961 dollars per year so it's a great way to get in there save yourself a ton of money you're probably overpaying on car and home insurance Gabby can show you just how you can save more of that money. Go to gabi.com, that's gabby.com slash DNVR. Let them know we sent you. And remember, they don't sell your info either. So this is completely secure. It's completely free to get it checked. Just jump on there, go in there, find what is best for you, and save yourself a ridiculous amount of money with Gabby Insurance. We're also brought to you by the Colorado XOs, the new, I guess it's its technically new, uh, rugby team in town who have performing a bit of a, an experiment here where they're taking professional, whether it be all the way up in the big leagues or minor league players, football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, track and field athletes from all over the place, the guys that have the skills necessary to excel at the game of rugby, they're getting them in and giving them a try to learn the game and become successful. The team is currently one and one right now. So they already have a win. You can learn more about the athletes themselves at infinity at glendale.com by placing these former athletes in a full-time rugby training environment. Rugby town USA hopes to expedite their development and inject the United States national team with elite talent to help them compete on the global stage. All right. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there with Ruto and AJ. A whole lot of things going on in chat right now about people thinking the trade is still coming as of now, nothing is official. There's still nothing official. Multiple people have reported it's not happening. Multiple people reported that it's close to done. But nothing is official. So. There are also some other things going on here, to be fair. Boston has a bunch of people that just got placed on the COVID protocol list. So that division having issues. And Sabres just played Buffalo, yes? Yeah, thank you, Anthony, in chat. Sabres played Buffalo the other night, so. Maybe that has something to do with holding up the trade. But as of right now, there is no deal done. So that's what we're operating under until it changes. Simple as that. Um, Sabres played Buffalo. Yeah, okay. You know, I can talk. I promise. The franchise uh, has been
0: playing that city for years. <laughs>
1: Is is so? I I don't know. Is, are there any other names on the list for the Avs? Yeah, man. Pick a pick a backup Literally a any of them. Sucks. Just anything with under a nine hundred save percentage is on so the list.
0: Depending on depending on where a team is, man. Look like at a third goaltender.
1: Yeah, you could. Like, uh, I mean, we actually looked this up the other day, I, I guess this is an interesting conversation. There are less than 10 teams in the league who have not played their third goaltender right now this year. So playing your third goaltender, at least a handful of games is an expectation this season. Yeah, It's just part of the package. And and honestly, it, it's not unusual most seasons to at least get a game or two out of that guy. Well, I talk
0: about this Devin Dubnik thing that keeps Popping up. Like, I I get it from the sense that San Jose sucks and they're out of it. And, like, contract wise, you know, (laughs) they're not going to get rid of Martin Jones (laughs) because nobody is going to take that deal. Anchor. Yep. Uh, But Dubnik in the last year of his deal, uh, I think money was retained by Minnesota already. So he's he's cheap at a couple mil. Yep. Um his remaining cap hit is only like
1: gosh, it's only a million dollars. It is not much. It is yeah, it's two point one right now. If San Jose retained half of what's left, it'd be like a million bucks.
0: So the problem the problem here is that there's history.
1: Definitely a little bit of bad blood, I guess you could call it there, for yeah. sure.
0: What the hell is Gabe Scott going to
1: say to this dude? Nothing good. <laughs> like, I don't know.
0: I I would not be...
1: Well, I mean, here's the thing. You're telling me Devin Dubnik, whose last two years posted an 890... And now this year posting a 904 no. save percentage. That is not anything special. You're telling me you can't sure. find that somewhere else.
0: But at the same time, okay, so take Devin Dubnik's name off of it, right? Yep. Call him, call him I don't know. Make up a name. Call we'll go call him Greg Jefferson. Okay. <clears throat> Greg Jefferson. Through goals against average on a bad team, right about three, and a, and a safe percentage constantly hovering in the 900 area. Yep. If you could guarantee that, that that guy gives up three goals for you and gives you right, right in the neighborhood of a 900 safe percentage every time out.
1: Yeah, that'd be fine. For your backup? Again, it depends on what you're paying here, but... Assume it's not... A, like a sixth-round pick or whatever? Sure. Yeah. 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 From that standpoint it's fine. And, and look, if the choices play Hunter Miska or play Devin Dubnik, I think I probably do the Dubnik thing. But I know a lot of avs fans won't agree with me on that. I I
0: mean, look, Devin Dubnik is a better goal than Hunter Miska. Yep. PS, shout out to Hunter Miska for deleting his Twitter a really smart move. Yep.
1: Yeah, definitely good for his mental health at very
0: yeah, least. He 100% needed that. Um the only thing is like obviously everybody hates Dubnik. Like, that's it. Yep.
1: Nobody that roots for the avs wants well, it, anything to do with him.
0: This would this would be this would be a backup guy. This isn't even a guy that they Okay, we're going to war with this guy that I just want to punch in the face all the time, you know? They're that is that is a deal that you would have to go
1: to your locker room before you make it and you yeah. say, "All right. Uh, yeah. I know some of you guys hate this dude. This guy has literally punched some of us in the face with his blocker before.
0: How do you how would you feel about it? So, yeah.
1: if they make that deal,
0: the locker room 100% signed off on of, about it. And so. that would make me feel like I'm not at all worried about it. Yep.
1: If, so if the AVS are okay with it, I'm okay with it. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, like I
0: trust everybody to be an adult enough to understand what's at stake.
1: Yeah. It. It's the. It's the eternal conversation, right? Like, if if Devin Dubnik could guarantee that the AVS get the one seed and out of the West. Just, whatever you feel about them is softened significantly. Of course, in real life, there's no guarantees. You don't know until after the fact. But, you know, with Doomnik. the fan base, i regardless of the Evs, I really do think the fan base would have a really hard time with that one. No matter. Uh, Yeah,
0: I mean, I think they would. I mean, of course they would, too.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm not, I don't blame them. I'm <laughs>
0: But, yeah. but there's a, you know, there's a bigger, there's a, you know, they're and, going after a Stanley Cup, right, dude.
1: Exactly. At the end of the day, if Devin Dubnik gets a Stanley Cup with the Avs, no one's going to remember the part where, you know, he was their rival. Gold right. Forever. That, they're going to remember the Avs won a Stanley Cup.
0: Like if that dude gets his name on the Stanley Cup and it's under the Avs,
1: that, is that not the biggest slap in the face you could give to
0: Minnesota? Like- Universally, it's kind of funny, right? <laughs> like, it's a little, it's a good troll job by the universe. <laughs> because not only are Abs fans going to be like, uh, but Minnesota fans are going to be like,
1: ugh! <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe there's a win-win there. They, the abs, I mean, yeah.
0: who, I, I, I I would say who would hate that more? Obviously they would because abs fans would have just won a Stanley cup. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I would, Oh, Brad, Brad may significantly more radioactive than Devin Duke.
1: Nick. Yeah. Way. so Significantly. Like that is a totally different. Brad may. Level. There's a conversation of, should that guy have still been in the league? Like, yeah, so um,
0: this was, you know, just not to say that the ads are trading for Devin Dubnik, just that they they have been linked to him a lot. And today's entire show ended up being about goaltenders because of the will they won't they game that we're playing with Jonas Johansson out of Buffalo.
1: Hey, look at that post on my feed. Rid- literally talking about Devin Dubnik's trade value posted six minutes ago. Funny how that works. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so the point is right now, as far as moves go, maybe there's something happening behind the scenes, but as far as I know, unless AJ is reading something right now, to it tell would me, be, I am,
0: but it would be really weird if they traded for a goaltender the same day that they called Adam yeah. Warner up and we're like, okay,
1: we're gonna give Order a shot. Just kidding, we just we're trading for this guy. Definitely ah. seems like two competing philosophies there for sure. Um so I don't I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Now that the entire Avs fan base is talking about it, guaranteed JoJo's about to get injured. So yeah, like getting
0: on the airplane or something.
1: Yep, it's gonna trip and like sprain his ankle or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I I would be fine with either one of uh Aaron Dell or Scott Wedgwood. The yeah. New Jersey guys, those, totally
1: totally yeah. serviceable dudes. Yep. Yeah,
0: I have no bones about that. You're not asking You're not asking those guys to play 20 games for you. Again, we're talking
1: Five to 10 games. Yep. At most 10 games. Yeah.
0: You consider they're halfway through the year. They only, they have 28 games left. It's probably more like five to
1: seven games. Yeah. I'd say seven or eight is probably your max. And, and, and unless you get into one of those situations where at the end of the year, the Evs are locked into their spot and you need to rest the guy, but. The impactful games that you're getting out of your backup goaltender just aren't very many. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. And your expectations are just don't lose us the game. And that's where Hunter Misca unfortunately took them in the last two games. that you put that he played.
1: him and expect even a chance to win.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, had they left had they left him in.
1: Pretty much that straightforward right now. I it, <laughs> the Avs sure feels like they need to do something, and and playing Adam Werner is something. Now, two starts from now, maybe Adam Werner's given up four goals on seven shots three games in a row, and you go, okay, now we're right back into the same boat that we were if you're the Avalanche, but. You don't know until you try it, right? How different is starting Adam Werner from starting Jonas Johansson? I don't know. It might not be that different. So, yeah, I it could try. be. It
0: could be totally the same thing. But why not find out what you have in house and then figure it out? Like, I know it's it's the nineteenth. The deadline is just a shade. It's about three and a half weeks away right now yep
1: so, so I mean there's there's that conversation too right like the sense of urgency probably isn't quite there yet as far as your favorite saying deadline spur action.
0: yeah well and again they have an idea of Francosa's timeline here. The They've got an idea, so baseball. they know. Like, look if if Pavel Franzos comes back at the very end of the year, like the last week of the season, you know, this desperate need isn't quite the same. Yep. Although, boy, do you want to get him some games in a hurry? Yeah. You're hoping that you're not fighting for first place at that point. You're comfortable with your seating. Yep. So that yeah. you can let that guy just play all of the games. <laughs> Um, but like, they, they're the only ones who have an idea of a timeline for Pavel Francis.
1: Yep. That pretty much that's the one for everyone outside the organization. That's the one missing piece, right? Yeah. If, if the abs came out tomorrow and said, oh, Francis is going to be ready in a month, then you can work off of their schedule and say, oh, well really you only need a backup goalie for x many more games yeah
0: well and then at that point you're just like screw it adam werner
1: yeah exactly so
0: like there's no the 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 the, the conversation about this is almost entirely about fear
1: if grubauer gets hurt I, i'm sorry but if grubauer gets hurt it doesn't matter who you pick up you are not winning a cup
0: i mean if they pick up a john bernier you get 80% of Philip Grubauer and you're like okay we we're going to be competitive every
1: I, night I don't think you win a cup with 80% of Philip Grubauer Will you be competitive? Sure.
0: Bye. Yeah, I mean I'm I don't I don't know that I would agree with you on that.
1: That's fine. You don't have to.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying I I don't I I mean that one would that one would depend if it's John Bernier, I feel like they could still make a cup run. It's obviously a lot harder. If it's Devin Dubnik, I don't feel that way. No, no, yeah. You know,
1: but there's there are degrees there. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. You're, if Drew Bauer goes down to John Bernier, you're feeling a lot better than random dude with a 900 save percentage, for sure. Yeah,
0: definitely. I just think that it's a... You know,
1: it doesn't really—it doesn't really
0: matter who they pick up because the defense immediately in front of them, the four yep. Norrismen.
1: Yeah, exactly that. The new shirt. Go buy this absolutely sexy beast of a shirt. Yeah. This is the best defense in the NHL right now. By the eye test, by the metrics, and you know they're AVs, so they're partially male models as well. You can't lose. You can't lose right now. Check out the shirt. Get it at the dnvrlocker.com before it sells out, which, based on uh, how fast it's going, might not be that long from now. I would say if you want to get this shirt in the first batch uh, of
0: shirts that we have going on, I would buy it today because we're we already ordered the batch, and they're going quick.
1: There you go. Get on it, or you're going to have to wait. It's that simple. Highly recommend you check out the rest of our shirts. Steeline Co does amazing work on that. Even if he can't figure out how to pay for insurance, <laughs> spending his time on his shirts instead. So, yeah, do that. AJ, final thoughts here on trade market, goalie market. Anything you wanna you want to shout out this Friday?
0: Oh, I mean, I wish we could have. I wish we could have had a more fun traditional Friday show.
1: Yeah, I mean. Things kind of just started happening right at one o'clock. So when there's news, there's news, even if um, it's not really news. P.S.
0: Drew, that was an intentional thing that I demanded on the shirt. That <laughs> seems to be just a touch shorter than the rest of the guys. <laughs> oh. I actually forgot to make a bracket. Yeah, I, I'm not a college basketball person. I, I never just never totally, to be honest, I just totally forgot. Um, the abs, the abs have been busy. Uh, that kind of takes up most of my life. So, I just, for once, I've just been too busy to get too deep into it.
1: DNVR building the League of Supervillains over here. Lex Luthor, one and two. On yeah, the podcast right now. Maybe, maybe
0: Kale and I can find our way into Zack Snyder's next cut of Justice League.
1: <laughs> the eighty-hour cut. Yeah. Where Lex Luthor goes to a different timeline and brings back himself for double the brain power. Yeah, just brings back
0: a bunch of like <laughs> yeah. small dudes, and he's like, okay, these it'll be like it'll be like the Flash TV show where they have a different Harrison Wells every season. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. On that note, thank you for listening to the podcasts or watching be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. That does help us out a ton. We appreciate all y'all chat. Sometimes, you know, we waited this time we didn't have breaking news of a trade drop live on the show this time. So, you know, that's not, that's something. I don't know. We kind of it's to, in our
0: credit. We're the only ones who have been out there saying that there is no deal. Yep.
1: You know what? Sometimes it's good to uh to go full the newsroom and wait for confirmation before you pull the trigger. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all of y'all. Of course, you can always catch the pod live on YouTube the following day and anywhere after that. Or listen podcast format on your favorite podcast grabber whenever you please. My Avalanche review will be coming out here shortly after we go off. I know people were looking for that. It's almost done. I promise.
0: Uh, and if I, if I can get what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something very specific that I need. But um, I might be able to get out of film room today.
1: So there you go. Plenty of DNVR content coming y'all's way. Keep your eyes posted. Until the next one. We'll talk to y'all then.